0: what up folks what it do welcome to another episode of the best advice ever podcast with your boy comedian mike goodwin hey i got a lot to talk about very little bit of time we're gonna kick it off how i typically kick it off is with the on the road again segment now your boy Messed up. Your boy screwed up bad. I'm talking about big bad. Ridiculously bad. I've done something that I've never done in the history of my career, comedic career. I missed the show, people. Ah, oh, and it still kind of kind of stings a little bit. I was a no go. I was a wall for my performance. I was in. I was in route to Burlington, North Carolina. So let me explain. I, I had a show scheduled for Thursday. Uh, that would have been November. What day would that have been? That might have been the second. That was Thursday, November the 1st, November the 1st, February, Uh, somebody, not somebody pointed out, I was doing, was that on the podcast? Yeah, I was on the podcast talking about all the days of the year that had the same letters, like J, and I think I talked about April and August, I forgot March and May. And my name is Mike. How is Mike forget the M. March and May? I I especially March. I'm huge March fat madness. I'm I'm about that basketball life. May May kind of disappears a little bit. May master. I do remember we used to have a timeshare and I worked at the University of South Carolina. So we purchased this timeshare in the the um the day of our like our week was like the first or second week in May, and I was great when I worked at the University of South Carolina, but then I took a job at a Heathwood Hall, which is a private school, an independent school, and that didn't work because school didn't end until June. So that was a trash week to have working in an independent school, but when I was working at the high, when I was working at high ed, it worked. Now, I messed it up. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. And. It's wow, because we tell folks, everybody makes mistakes. It's all right. You made a mistake. But when you make a mistake. You don't feel like it's all right. <laughs> you don't feel like everybody makes mis- mistakes. And there are things that remind you that you are a mere mortal. Even though I think I'm. Running at a supernatural level, there are things that happen that make you a mere mortal. And for me, for the course of my life, I've I've screwed some things up. I'm talking about perpetually. There was a time in my life I had this thought like, if I'm doing it, it's going to get messed up. Like, I just had very little confidence in my ability to execute, maybe if you if you if you saw me like out of high school, especially when I first joined the military, and then it, I would have little flashes, but I mean I had very little belief and self confidence that oh yeah I'm, I'm gonna pull it out, I'm, I'm gonna make it happen. It's gonna, it's gonna turn out well. Nah, your boy's out here struggling. Well, I just made one of those big mistakes, huge mistakes. I had to show. On February 1st in Burlington, North Carolina. The wild part about it, I was tracking the distance for two days. So I tracked the distance. Like, I I realized, because what happened, not only did I have that show Thursday night, but Friday morning, I had to catch a flight to Kansas City for a Friday 4.30 show. And then I had that Friday 4.30 show, and then after that I had a a Kansas City show, uh, a a Big Dad Energy show at the Kansas City Funny Bone. So I I had all that considered. So I knew it was about three hours to get from Columbia to Burlington. I was going to do the show, jump in the car, drive three hours back. That probably would have put me back home around midnight. Cause I'm thinking I would have left out of there at the latest nine. Cause the show started at seven, 75 minute show. So you talking, the show ends around, um, eight 15. I I get my stuff together, settle with, you know, the venue, meet and greet, handshake, take pictures, eight 45, nine o'clock. I should be making my way back home. 10, 11, 12, pulling up, lay down for about four hours. I'm up at four. Out the door by five. Flight boards at 620. I'm on to the next thing, right? Well, I'm tracking it. Then I'm also knowing, hey, I'm going through Charlotte. So Charlotte traffic is is pretty bad going uh that 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 rush hour traffic now i was of the opinion that hopefully it was the people leaving out of charlotte going back home as opposed to the people that were going into charlotte so i was just thinking that traffic's gonna be a little bit challenging so i check it night before it says three hours and three minutes and then i'm kind of watching it through the day because i was figuring like okay I'm going to leave somewhere around 2 30. That was, that was kind of my, my game plan. So I, I might have checked it at eight o'clock that morning. It was like three hours and 12 minutes. I was like, ah, it's a little, they added a little bit more. So I think I checked it around about 1 30, and it was like three hours and 40 minutes. I was like, y'all need to be leaving at two. Now, the challenge was the name of the theater is the Paramount Theater in Burlington, North Carolina. Coincidentally, in in about a week from now, I have a show at the Paramount Theater in Bristol, Tennessee. Theater, same name, different cities. And when I, I, I'm sure at some point I looked at the theater for Bristol to see the distance to figure out, oh, do I need to get a flight? Is that something I'm going to drive? Similar to Burlington. So I guess in my GPS, it had saved the Bristol address along with the Burlington address. So once I saw the 340, it didn't signal me that, wait a minute, that's not the place. Like, I just was like, dude, man, I know traffic adds a little bit more time. But I'm like, 40 minutes, man? Like, that's a lot. So I just kind of hustled and got my stuff, jumped in the car. And the other thing, so when I put, I put the address in, or I put the name of the theater in, I saw the B in the city. I didn't cause the way that the address is shown, it doesn't show the whole address. So I saw the B now it may have been BR, but I saw the B and was like Burlington Paramount I'm straight off and away I go. Now it did take me to the direction of like Spartanburg upstate like 85. Which is not a, uncommon. Typically, if, you, if you're going through Charlotte or going, to, you know, that direction, it's going to go 77. But it's not uncommon to go 85 and then jump over. What should have signaled me was when it led me to to uh, to Asheville as opposed to Charlotte. Like, I just didn't. Part of the reason I was on a conversation, I was on the phone, I met I'm, uh, Toledo is a city I'm going to. So I'd reached out to some fraternity brothers, I had a fraternity brother send his number. So we were just connecting. He wanted to check in and and, and, and have a conversation. So I, and this conversation went long. So I, I just wasn't in the frame of mind of like, should I be going towards Asheville? Like it just, it just didn't click. And I got to the point where, where my GPS was showing I was about an hour, because my plan was to be there a little bit before, at 6 or a little before. So my GPS was showing me that I was going to get there about 630. So I called the venue and said, hey, look, man, I'm about an hour, I'm I'm an hour and a half out. I'm going to be a little, you know, I'll probably be more about 630. You know, the traffic's kind of bad at Asheville. Now, the guy I'm talking to, he's not thinking. You know, why is Mike in Asheville? And that was the situation. So he was like, hey, man, just let me know when you get here. Cool. So I'm driving along, and I see the welcome to Tennessee sign, and my body immediately seized up like, you know you done messed up, right? You know you done messed up big. I'm like, Tennessee, there's no way in the world. I should be in Tennessee. So I immediately like turn around, check the GPS. That's sort the, the address is Bristol, Tennessee. I throw the address of the Paramount Theater. I'm supposed to be, I'm three hours away. At this point, it's almost six o'clock. Like there's no way in the world I'm gonna make it. Not gonna be able to, Traverse and make it in time. Like it's so I call the guy that does my booking and I told him, Hey man, this is what happened. So he calls the guy and leaves a voicemail. I call my wife and say, Hey, made a mistake. <laughs> and my wife tried to be helpful was like, Is there an airport close by? I was like, Lady, let me talk to you later. <laughs> Cause I understood what she was doing, she was trying to help but there's no way in the world that I'm going to get on a flight that would make any sense that would get me to Burlington in an hour. Then you have the question mark of how I'm going to get my car back, purchasing a flight, an hour before a flight takes like when she said, it, I just like, all right, I'm going to talk to you later. Cause I, I just knew. And it came from, again, it came from a place where she just was trying to help. But I, I just knew like that's, my pastor says it often help ain't help unless it's the help you need. And that wouldn't help. I needed it right there. So I got off the phone and, uh, the guy, I think I might've called the book, my booking guy back. And he said, Hey, the guy didn't answer, went to the voicemail. And then he was going somewhere. Like he was in the middle of being preoccupied for the next couple of hours. So I called the guy back and I explained, I said, hey, I don't know if you heard the message. He hadn't heard the message yet. And I explained to him what happened. He said, give me 20 minutes. You know, we got a packed house. You know, if you were, are you coming this way? And I'm like, yeah, I'm coming this way. But the show started at 7. I was not going to get there until, you know, maybe 9 o'clock. To get the show started. Possibly at 8, 30. It's just, it was, it's too long. It just... It didn't happen. So he said, give me 20 minutes to call you back. So I, I get off the phone. I think I called a friend of mine or a friend of mine called me and we were just chopping it up. And then the guy called back basically saying they're going to cancel. At that point, I'm two and a half hours away from my house still though. like So I left my house at two o'clock. I don't think I made it home until nine o'clock. So I spent the better half of about seven hours in the car. Like, come on, man. For what should have been a 30, a three hour drive. (laughs) It should have been not that much time spent in the car. And I, I, I missed my gig, right? I missed the gig. So I, I just, but I must say this. I did understand simply I made a mistake. It wasn't intentional. I wasn't being neg- uh, negligent. I, I I just absolutely made a mistake. The, the name of the theater coincidentally is the same name of a theater I'll be going to in a few weeks and the distance was about like it there was nothing that signaled me sooner to say, wait, 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 this, this, this not. Again, the Asheville should have like, but again, I was just riding along, man. I was just focused on the show. I'm looking at my like I got material, I got new things that I'm excited about doing. So I missed it. I missed it and again. I, I and 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 honestly, that you know, there's been some times like maybe like a gate change, right? Like it's not uncommon. I recently was on a on a flight. I think it might have been the Kansas City flight, or it, it, it hadn't been that long ago. On the flight, on the plane, you know, my the gate is B thirty three. I hustle. You know, I, I get we land. Concourse A, I hustle over to B thirty three. I check into the sky lounge and it's D9 and I'm like ooh. But there's enough time for me to say, oh, so be a D9. I didn't look back again and it changed on me. Like I've been, you know, I when I was in Enterprise Alabama a few weeks ago, I, I drove, I put the GPS to the church. It took me to some neighborhood. Now I was 15 minutes away. From the church so it wasn't that huge of a you know a mistake was made but it you know it was within you has a margin of correction this there's no margin so i I didn't walk away from this experience attacking my self-worth saying i'm a terrible comedian saying that oh man i'm the worst comedian of all time how could i <laughs> then i talked to a, 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 a comedian friend of mine a buddy of mine he was just basically like you know who wouldn't have uh made that mistake a broke comedian wouldn't have made that mm-hmm. mistake so i guess you are so successful you're out here missing gigs and i and i would like to say this will be the first and last gig that i will miss on my accord i've had you know gigs that have been canceled Things have been rescheduled, but not because I wasn't where I was supposed to be. And I think on social media, it was somebody that was they drove five hours, and I was I didn't show up. So that, that that's like dang. I did in the comments say, "Hey man, hit me up. I would love to send y'all some some merch." But I haven't heard anything back from. From that couple, from from that wife, she said oh, she's not gonna be able to get a husband to ride another five hours. <laughs> but we were able to reschedule it for this upcoming Friday night, and and so that's that's great. And I will be able to make amends and say, "Hey, ma'am, I'm sorry, Burlington," and I will never not know what Burlington, North Carolina, is. I tell you that much. I will, and then I'll be going to Bristol a, a week from then and tell them, "Hey, what happened? This is what happened." I came here two weeks ago. Well, almost here. I didn't make it. I saw that Tennessee sounds like, oh, no, 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 no. Then it was a lady on the thing like, somebody clearly failed geography class. It's like, yo, kick a man while he's down, will ya? Your boy made a mistake. So I made that mistake on Thursday, got back home, and, you know, got myself together, packed my bags, had some dinner. Think I was able to watch the USC girls basketball game, which I probably would have not been able to do. And then I even had a little family situation, little 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 thing I had to deal with, happened on top of me missing the show. So it's like, come on, man, kick a brother when he's down, will you? But then Friday, I had to get up Friday morning and, and get at it. I did this uh, something called the Real Encouragement Conference and it's it's in it's in Kansas. This was their 7th year doing this conference and it was incredible. Incredible conference. I had an incredible set. It was great people that I met. Shout out to the real encouragement conference. It conference it uh it it supports families and individuals that are in the foster care and adoption care space that are fostering children adopted children have been adopted all, all the things whether you, you have interest in that in that arena and what's interesting enough my wife and my daughter they, they create a habaret. so many of the folks in, the, in in the conference were knowledgeable about my daughter and my wife and they kept calling me gabby's dad <laughs> very disrespectful then I did a show at the Kansas City Improv. or it used to be Kansas City Improv. Is now the Kansas City Funny Bone. Great. It was a 345 matinee. Man, good turnout. Shout out to the Brothers of Kappa Alpha Psi, the, the, the Kansas City alumni chapter. They showed out in force. Man, I, I just had a wonderful time. I have a town. I have a... a, a, a <laughs> I, thought I had like a stuttering situation just happened. Well, I have a homeboy. I have someone that's from my hometown. We grew up together. I mean, he's a little older than me, but, you know, we ran track together. He was with the high school together where he lives in Kansas City and sent a message. It's like, hey, man, coming to the show, look forward to reconnecting, all that. Well, I go, I do the show, and I, I'm telling y'all, man, I'm the worst in terms of reaching out to people and play i'm just trying to get the material to do a great job on that stage i I can't remember that my aunt lula may lives there and this cat i went to the high school with and the cat i went to the like i just don't yeah my brain is not doing that i I just want to go and deliver a great presentation well the, the guy that lives there wasn't he didn't come to show. So I I, I kind of remember that when I got back Sunday and was like, hey, man, hey, I missed you. He was like, oh, that was this weekend? Yeah. But he said something that found, found interesting. He said, man, how did it go? And I was, I was outstanding. We had a great time. And he's like, great, man, because, I, I you know, Kansas City could be a tough crowd. And I was like, wow. That's kind of interesting. Now, there was a dude in there meme-mugging me the whole time. And I said something to him, but um, in terms of the tough crowd coming, it was like, "Hey, man, those people were there to." So when you start selling tickets, I'm not gonna say there is no tough crowd, but the folks that were in that in that room either bought a ticket to see me, or um, they they had some comps happen, and maybe the people that even comp were like. Hey, man, let me go see this. Look, look at this guy on the Internet or, or something that they were. Oh, it's a clean comedian or whatever. So they probably were even partial to what I do. So I, it wasn't it wasn't a tough crowd. And I think the crowds that I'm I'm starting to do, they won't be tough crowds because the people are buying tickets to come see me do what I do. So that's my on the road that took the entire podcast. Let me let me quickly share with y'all the title of this podcast the thing that we are here to talk about and it's the best advice ever this is something this is something i learned at that conference i might have mentioned it a week ago so the best advice ever today is simply all failure is not created equal but when i I heard that it it blew my head off man all failure is not created equal and the presenter talked about something called praiseworthy failure. There's some failure that we should be trying to navigate through and and, and she had different types of failure. Process, complexity, uncertainty, uh, uh, exploratory testing and hypothesis testing. So those are the types of Arenas you should be failing in. Like you should be failing. I should be failing in this podcast trying to figure out what are the segments that people want to hear. I should be trying different things and different segments and having different ideas. Uh, you should be testing hypothesis. You should be strategizing and trying to figure out is it better to post? At 8 a.m. Was it better to post at 12 o'clock noon? Is it better to post at 5 p.m.? Like that's not the failure that is. Uh, that penalizes you. That's not the failure that's final. That's like you said in one of them, exploratory testing that there's failure that leads you to the answer. So all failure it's not created equal. And I and I really do think that we have a bad relationship with failure. I failed last week in terms of getting to where I was supposed to get at the time I'm supposed to get there and, and delivering this, this show, this presentation. I failed. I, I made a mistake. I didn't make it happen. Not that I, that's not a praiseworthy failure, but it's also a failure that I'm sure... Won't happen again. I bet you I'll take a a next step to say, okay, let me legitimately just type in the address. Let me not put in the title or something. Let me type the actual address in to verify that this is exactly where I'm going. Let me double check. Let me put it on my phone and put it on the computer. Let me do some things that will ensure the better outcome. So all failure is not created equal. I mean, I think uh John Maxwell has written a book called Failing Forward. Uh we even even talking to our children about uh, you know I just had an interaction with my daughter the night I failed. I didn't I didn't get to where I was supposed to be, but she said something that was a little bit concerning to me about uh having her room clean and feeling like she couldn't do enough or be enough or couldn't get it right and it's like no that is a function of that's a problem to be solved like your room being dirty that's not a a self-worth you should say oh my grades are great i'm very respectful i'm a good driver but i got a dirty room like that's not the but i'm gonna organize and i'm messy like no let's figure out how to solve this problem do I need to get up a little earlier? Do I need to stay, you know, before I go to bed? Do I need to spend some time organizing? It's, it's simply the same as people saying, oh, I, I'm just not a math person. Like, no, you just hadn't put the effort and time in to get the type of results that you want. And it may be a little bit more difficult. It's not your natural for you to like, oh, I'm just not a math person. What well, it does not come to you easily. That doesn't mean that, you can't flourish and do well in math, right? So all failure are not created equal. And with that that being said, what I'm not going to do is extend my time and rush through the final portion of this podcast. So I'm going to wrap it up. I do want to give a shout out to the men of the University of South Carolina. They are ranked 15th in the AP poll and 20th in the coaching poll. I've been saying it from the start. I've been saying it all season. LaBlont Paris is that dude, and he got himself a squad. I was Man, I was saying it. I was yelling it from the rooftops where people were like, oh, we haven't played anybody, especially when we picked last in the SEC. Oh, we haven't played anybody. We'll see once we get in the conference play. We get in the conference play we lose to Alabama big, and people see there you go Try to tell you. Then you beat Kentucky, you beat Tennessee, and even now we got a, we got a game tonight against Ole Miss, and it's the first game since being ranked. and And people are on some like, I wish we would have stayed unranked, unranked. I wish we would have been flying to the radar. Like, and I was thinking about this, and I and I don't know Coach Paris, but I, I I've seen this in my own career. You can only play with a chip on your shoulder, but for so long. And I remember that's how I started in comedy. I was, yo, these people don't respect me. They don't know who I am. And that served me well until it didn't serve me anymore. Because I remember I was on this, like, yo, fly under the radar. Don't, re- don't disrespect me. I'll show you. But then I remember I went to a gig and people were like, oh, my God, you're so funny. Oh, my goodness oh, I've been talking about you all week. We're all so excited. And I was so taken aback because I was used to like, yo, they disrespected me. And I'm thinking about this particularly for the basketball team. I would suspect coach Paris like, oh yeah, we are this type of team. There's going to be no collapse. There's going to be no, uh, they couldn't handle prosperity. They couldn't deal with winning. No, like, This is the type of team we are. You should expect that from us. You should expect us to be ranked. You should expect us to win these games. I'm building a program. So once you're building a program, there may be a chapter of that program that you can have a chip on your shoulder. You can do the, the, you know, the Rodney Dangerfield. I don't get no respect. But at some point you got to show up and be who you are. And it doesn't matter how other people perceive you. Like, I'm going to be Mike Goodwin. I'm going to show up and I'm going to deliver a great show. Whether you have never heard of me before or you've heard of me and you are so excited to see me, then I'm going to deliver a standard because that's who I am. And and I hope, and I, I'm not hope, but I know that that is the vibe that, that's happening. Yeah, there's some disrespect. They hadn't ranked up. But okay, now we're ranked. Let's play our brand of basketball. Let's let's do what we came to do. We're Taking care of our business, and I just wanted to say shout out. What I what what I'm not going to do is not show love to Lamont Paris and his, his staff for this tremendous. Been this probably, and I was thinking about this earlier. This probably been one of the most fun basketball seasons that I've had in a while. Even the Final mm-hmm. Four season was fun, but it was if it didn't get fun into the tournament. like that team was kind of in, and I think that team left. They might have won one game in the SEC tournament that weekend, maybe not even a game. And there was some conversations about whether they even were going to be in the tournament. And this was a game. This was a team that the, the year before had been snubbed, did did not make the tournament. They should have made the tournament the year before and probably made a Sweet Sixteen run. So then the next year they make a Final Four run. It doesn't seem like out of thin air. But this season has been fun because we're. I think we're 18 and 3. Uh, I I checked that. Maybe 19 and 3. Hopefully we'll be 20 and 3 after tonight or after this this week. Uh when you especially by the time you hear this podcast. But again, uh, thank y'all for tuning in. It's been another episode of the Best Advice Ever podcast. If you have any questions, comments, anything you want to send, just email us at info at com. Please continue to let people know about the podcast. Download it. Let me know if you're enjoying. It. I'll see you next Wednesday. Same bad channel, same bad place. You could have been anywhere in the world. But you're here with me and I appreciate that. Peace.